Melissa, this is the first like official Thursday night pod of the summer yeah. podcast. Why am I? Why did I not say the whole whole word? I have no idea. Thursday night. It's here not we like are. if <laughs> it's not like if you only say pod that people won't know cast comes afterward. I just I feel like once I make saying pod a thing rather than podcast. Maybe it's time to sunset things. <laughs> yeah, that is that is a turn in your life. <laughs> right. But I don't yeah. know if you can come back from. <laughs> you've, you've crossed a line and certain lines can't be uncrossed. Uh, I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever try and give somebody a nickname? And then as it comes out of your mouth, you're like, that was wrong. Like their name's Ashley. It's not Ash. Like, I can't just stop there. <laughs> that, that didn't feel right. Hey, that's Asher what it's like calling Roo. it. <laughs> or whatever your name is, Ashley. Yeah, we'll stick with that. <laughs> I like adding a Rooney to the end of everything. Welcome to our Ash-a-rooney. Thursday night pod, a Rooney, everybody. <laughs> the captain's log a Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're all a little loony here on the captain log a Rooney. Mm. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Melissa, how are you? Um, you you went to a play. I- yesterday no your your theater I, thing right <laughs> has that actually started or have we just started that the thursday starts, night thing early that starts next week during the summer oh, okay. i do have season tickets on wednesday nights to a local theater company but it is not every single wednesday uh but yeah we have reached the part of the summer where we pick up recording and move it over to thursdays so that i can go see musicals i got gotcha, that's I gotcha. next yeah. week yeah, I was just about to ask. So what did you see? What was the first one? But I guess you haven't seen it yet. So I'll report back tomorrow. This week, I just I had trivia. I had my last uh, trivia night at my usual venue. And the next week I start at a new venue. Ooh. And I told everybody that I would make our last night special. And then I realized I don't know what I meant when I said that. So I'm like, what what is special about it? Like the quiz is fixed. Like, I don't yeah. write it. They send it to me. You know, I, I don't have the ability to give out extra prizes. The thing is stuffed with prizes already. So I, I determined say, that like, little grab bags, things that used to get at like a birthday when you were like seven. Right. And each kid. That's got what a, I ended little... up doing. I oh, just went to five yeah. below. And on every table, I put uh, some glow sticks yep. and high chews. I'm not a fruit candy person, but I believe those who are aficionados of the fruit candy like the high chews choice. Yeah. Uh, And then Star Wars stickers There's our our regular bartender loves Star Wars. I'm like, oh, you know, in his honor, I'll get all these. So the glow sticks were not as well utilized as I would have hoped. I love glow sticks. I've never given up on glow sticks. Yeah. Gotta have faith in glow sticks. (laughs) Um, which is some youth minister's agenda (laughs) you know who else had gut low sticks (laughs) 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 so is is, are you moving to a new venue as a result like do they just kind of shuffle things around is this closer to you and it's easier or is this like a no it is not you are quiz master now no, just no, I've that's that's the title they call all of us from day one. I you don't get to go mm. to like there's uh, there's no like grand moth quiz quiz. Yeah. Quiz night and then quiz master. And then, yeah, 
<laughs> no. Moth. No. <laughs> yeah, Man. you don't oh, well. get an escalation in title at all, unfortunately, which is also the case at my day job. And all of my jobs, I'm fixed at like mm. one title. I, you and I have never gotten additional titles. <laughs> Not yeah, yeah. <laughs> here on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Grand Moff Wilkinson on, on the captain's log. You've moved up from co-host to Grand Moff. Um, uh, I'm Kyle, everybody. I am your podcast co-host and king. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Whatnots Captain's Log, number 239, I believe. Um, yeah, where each week we thirst for the taste of legend. My name Very is thirsty. Kyle Springer. I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, Hello, folks. What is the first play that's on the agenda for next week, then? Next week, it will be Beautiful, the Carol King musical. Mm, there you go. Never heard of it. Don't know a thing. Uh, do you, Carol King, folk singer from the 70s? She felt the earth move under her skin. She felt the, the sky tumbling down. Her? Not ringing a bell. It's 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 mom music. It's mom music for sure. And I realized I don't know if this musical is just an original story jukebox musical featuring her songs or if it is the story of Carol King and her life. So I guess I'll go okay. into next week and be surprised. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds fun. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, yeah, I'm excited to hear about all the plays down down the road um, as as you go. <laughs> Thank you for Check saying you're excited. I, I actually am. <laughs> like it's, it's, it, it, it is something that I don't know about. And like we each like we each have an affinity for like Marvel stuff or pop culture. Yeah. Right? Just in, in yeah. general. But there are certain things that you know about that I don't necessarily know. So when you can come on the show and teach me something or tell me something or just be like, man, I had a blast at this one thing. It was so good. It at least puts it on my radar in a way that yeah. is not typically there. So you can, yeah. you, these are shows that we produce here in the city. They are not touring productions, but yeah, maybe if I tell you about something, you can see if it comes to your city. I have long thought about just pouring through every theater program in Oklahoma city on your behalf. And then sending you a list of Kyle. This is right. This is what's happening this year. This is what's good. (laughs) Mr. Burns, a post electric play is going to be at a school in Springfield, Missouri, which is like three or four hours away. If that was Simpsons related. And then you said Springfield. And so I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I've seen it in Springfield, Missouri before. And uh, I saw it at a high school there. That's cool. And it was still one of the greatest plays I have ever seen. And now one of the mm. universities in the city is doing it, which if I loved it in high school, I'll love it in university. That's got to be better, right? Hell it yeah. is a, uh, a, po- a post-apocalyptic play about people who live in a world that no longer has electricity trying to remember episodes of The Simpsons they can no longer watch. That's cool. That's fun. I like that. It's, it's a good idea. In- incredible that's cool yeah it's just that that whole all all the theater scene like i was an art kid so i like i i feel like we're cousins in in Mm -hmm. that sense right like i i i understand the like artsy nature of that the like 
weird kind of community you form with your other peers and community members and and stuff like that but i was never a theater person so Mm. i I, it still just feels kind of like a world that i i don't really (laughs) know see i never actually did theater i did it in middle school but i wasn't good enough to do it in high school I didn't even try out for tech or anything like that, which in hindsight, I regret. I could have learned to use a lighting rig or, you know, paint a fake brick backdrop or something. I could have tried, but no, I just think to pull the curtains open. I've got arms. What else do you need? (laughs) Look, look, I can do it. I'll practice at home. This is all it takes. (laughs) So I just saw all the plays. I didn't, I wasn't a theater kid, but I was a fan of theater kids, which is a dorkier step to be on. I, I feel like the only memory I have of me being in a school play, because you know, when when you're young, like you, you have to be in the school play. They they find some role that you have to be in. Uh, I feel like the only memory that I have of being in a school play was like in like first or second grade and we did like rock soup or stone soup or whatever it is oh yeah i don't remember that was it and i hated it and i was like i'm done never again (laughs) um there was something that i did later on in elementary school where i think we did some kind of like presidential play like some i'm not sure Mm. what it was exactly all the presidents but i i think I convinced our music slash theater teacher to let us like improv a scene. I vaguely remember that and something about the like secret service, like arresting someone who tried to sneak into the play or, or something like that. I I don't know. I, that's it. That was my theater (laughs) career. That's the end of my story. That's all. I remember being, seven and being in a school play about groundhog day groundhog Mm -hmm. day the holiday not groundhog day the bill murray film i think we did something around that too now that you mentioned yes i played reporter number two or maybe three Mm. but i was very proud i got like my dad's real microphone like one of these and i brought it to school Like, I'm not having like a ball on a stick. I want the (laughs) real thing. I'm going method. I'm going Daniel Day-Lewis on this. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, Speaking of method, uh, so Summer Game Fest is in full swing. Uh, Lots of video game news and announcements and trailers and all that good good stuff. Uh, The Summer Game Fest proper happened today today but there's still lots of Mm. other conferences and stuff like that and jeff Keeley, the guy that puts on the show did all that stuff uh invited nicholas cage onto the stage wow uh who is in a video game called dead by daylight it is uh basically like a a a summer camp kind of game where someone like nice 
Jason comes and tries to kill all the campers and you play as the campers and one p- person is playing as the the killer. Yeah. Uh and now one of the survivors, one of the campers could be Nicolas Cage. So you could run around as Nicolas Cage hoping not to get murdered. <laughs> Which so is this just is like ridiculous, tr- but they True to life Nicolas Cage like he's like I'm just here at the summer camp. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's a I'm your artist in residence. So it's his right. It's his model, his like CG model in this game. And to see him running around and that is ridiculous. But he was on stage. Um, Apparently, his daughter really, really likes the game. And that's kind of what got him interested. And then eventually in the the game. Um, So, yeah, I mean, he like it's always kind of awkward to see celebrities on stage at a video game award thing because you never know if they actually play the game or not or what's happening do they understand what's happening uh and he he seemed (laughs) clued in he knew all the stuff he was like he he was good it was like this is fun this is entertaining (laughs) it was good stuff good stuff melissa you have a question about paddington can you lift him do you think <laughs> you can pick up Paddington? I've been thinking about this all week. <sighs> what inspired this? Did you hear this on a, another? No, a hundred percent Melissa original. <laughs> just, just like woke up in a cold sweat. <laughs> like, <gasps> oh, my God. I wonder okay. if I could lift Paddington. <laughs> Spoiler alert for next week on the podcast. We are doing a fantasy draft of dads, various fictional mm-hmm. characters we wish could be our dad, not replacing yeah. our own dad, just like you get In five extra dads. Of dads. Yeah. 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 Dads of and all sorts. I'm going to spoil that one of the strategies I'm going for with some of my picks is a huge dad that is big mm. enough that me, a 32 year old woman, can be lifted up again. I gotcha. And then I started I gotcha. thinking, well, do I want to give that love back? Do I want to draft a really small dad small that I dad. can lift up? <laughs> Short king dads. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just started thinking about Paddington. I'm like, he's he's comforting. He's reassuring. God, yeah. He's inspiring. I trust him. He'll make me a sandwich. He's got his little raincoat. He'll go on I'm adventures like, with you. He'll support yeah. you. He'll love you. Like, That's he, a good. He's a good dad. He's. I googled Paddington, and then I had to refine it down to Paddington family, so that I can see him in context, like mm-hmm. in scale with other people. He's not very tall, and he's, no, he's not, not very thick. Because my brain went, Paddington. can I lift Paddington? I think I can. Could I lift okay. Winnie the Pooh? Absolutely not. He's incredibly dense. Could I lift Fozzie Bear? I don't know. Like, he's a Muppet. So when I look at him on screen, I don't have a sense of his weight. Like, right. he feels like a real living creature walking around. I believe that for sure. But I can't look at him and tell, is, is he too heavy for me to lift? He's some, Fozzie can be on the taller side. So I think I can't lift Fozzie. I can't lift Winnie the Pooh. I think I could lift Paddington. See, I when when I because I looked on our doc and you had this question on there 
and I saw it like yesterday or early this morning or something. I think I've been leaning no that I could. You don't think so? I don't know. That's the thing. I, I, I think it depends. Like if it was like a dead, like if I'm lifting him off the ground, it, See, maybe it'd be like awkward. Like ha, what? Like, I, you, I don't know. Have you ever picked up a child? Yes. Like a little cousin yeah. or somebody? Okay. And so I've that's what I'm picturing is like too. I've I've had like oh, huge dogs. Okay. See, I've I've never picked up a dog. Haven't had the privilege. But I'm picturing like when you have to lift like a little kid out of the high chair because they're like, sure. I'm done eating my goldfish. I want to go play. <laughs> and that's that's the thing. Like if if that's the scenario, if I'm like lifting him out of a high chair kind of thing, I don't know. It it might be a like. Well, we're in it now. Here we go. Like high chair <laughs> falling over, Cheerios exploding all over the place, right? He has to kick the high chair off because it's stuck on his foot. It like he's he's small in stature, right? He's not tall. Uh, no. But he is like thicker, if that makes sense, no. right? Like so I there's when you see muscle. Him, they they are, sure. I'm looking at him when he takes off the raincoat, you know, he's mm-hmm. he's relatively trim in the like he's not there's not a lot of bulk to Paddington. I just Google the- searched Paddington wet to see what he looks like <laughs> wet to see like how skinny yes. he is. See, this is what I'm thinking about is like he's on, he's dry. If he's wet, that is going to add some weight. I'm imagining. I mean, it adds weight, but like uh, just to see like how big is his actual right. body because of his body fur would. I know. Yeah. Fluff it out. Yeah. Anything fun for Paddington wet? Is there like a Paddington water park somewhere in Sussex? There's I'm getting a couple of the uh, the Twitter ac- account that I'm I f- f- Photoshop Paddington into an- an- another movie every single day until something, something, something uh, <laughs> until the- Paddington three. I will invent my own Paddington three. He's in every yeah. other movie. Uh, there is the iconic scene from a- a- Alien where she is like right there and the a- a- yeah. alien is yeah. it's, it's him just like staring at her <laughs> um so there's that i mean there's him in the bathtub but you don't see him like oh man he's just like a little sad cat just soaking wet just standing there um cuz he always has his raincoat right like he's yeah he's right prepared. so he can't get wet he knows to keep himself dry he's smart yeah I can, and, yeah. and Paddington I mean, wants to be lifted up. Him in a he's, bath. he's got his arms up. Up. Up, he asks. I'm like, yes, Paddington. Yeah. I lift him up. Maybe uh, I'm putting maybe him on my wet. shoulders so we can watch a parade. I don't think I could keep him on my shoulders, but I think I could lift him to like shoulder height on me. So there, there's a couple pictures of him wet. There's the bathtub <laughs> scene from Paddington yeah. 2. <laughs> <laughs> Real investigative <laughs> journalism here on the show. I guarantee you. Uh, WAP, what is Paddington? <laughs> but he's not, he's not like a little sad cat when he's wet. Yeah, like he's okay. still, he's still a hefty, hefty little bear. Um, 
he he might be heavier than he looks is is the thing but here's what i was thinking is like if he like if i have him like up on my shoulder or if he's like you know when you go to hug someone and they, they yeah. jump up on on you Aww. and they wrap their arms and legs around you if he's like that and i'm sustaining it i think i mm. could but yeah the, it's the act of like lifting him up from him just standing mm. there that i okay. think is okay like like if he maybe was i could do it oh like he'd be awkward you, do you think you could like give him a piggyback ride? Do you think if the weight is arranged that way, like you kneel down, he hops on your back, like Kyle, Kyle, give me a piggyback ride. It's me, Paddington. Love it, icon. Lift with your legs on that yeah. one. It's not like lifting with your arms up out of the yeah. high chair. Yes, I think I could do a piggyback. Absolutely, good. Absolutely, I'm happy yeah. we got there. We yeah. solved it. Mm-hmm. We did. We did. Moving on. <laughs> Now I'm going to use this as a reference point for what other characters could I lift? Like, we're going to have to draw a line amongst Pokemon. Melissa's out there on dating apps. So do you think you could lift Paddington? Because if you can't, I'm we're done here. I I don't need some sort of gym rat. I don't need a muscle man. I just need you to be strong enough to lift Paddington if Paddington were real. Yeah. (laughs) Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, man. So we have we we have some interesting things to talk about. Uh, Mm. today we did the Paddington stuff. Do you want to do a little bit of our cinema corner? I have one thing. Yeah, go for it. Kind of already talked a bit about it, and then maybe we can do our um Rotten Tomato game check in on the second half of the show. But uh, so I mentioned this past weekend. Apparently, you have done the same thing that we both started a Mission Impossible Mm. rewatch, so to speak. Um. I started from uh, the first movie, yes. but you started from three or four. I start. I started from four because I okay. am also in the process of watching all the Indiana Jones movies. Uh, mm-hmm. I've never seen most of them, you know, b- oh, before wow. Dial of Destiny comes out. I want to catch up to that thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's other movies that aren't in a series that I am watching or rewatching for like cultural context. Like, uh, before I see Oppenheimer, I want to see Interstellar. I've never seen that one. It's like mm. I'm watching, like, directors, earlier films. Like, there's a lot on my slate over, like, the next month and a half. Watching things in conjunction with big summer movies, review show projects, etc. So, I'm like, I know I need to revisit the more recent Mission Impossibles before Dead Reckoning Part 1. So, I'm going to start at 4, which is where it feels like it starts to get some continuity there. You know, like at the end of four, they introduce the syndicate or whatever, which is mm-hmm. like the main propulsive villain force in in five and six. So I'm like, yeah. I'm going to start here, uh, watch four, five, six, so that I know I'm going to start here. So I know I have time to watch them. And then if That's I've smart. got extra yeah. time, loop back around to those first three, the more distant ones where I'm not expecting direct callbacks to those. Yeah, I I started with the first one because I'm a little bit of a completionist in a lot mm. of the stuff that I do. I, I, I say that I am sometimes, but I'm also not like, I'm not like a strict, like I need to start from square one on everything. But uh, I, I was like, yeah, 
Why not? I'll, I'll start from square one. Also, my partner hasn't seen most of them, we think. She, ah. she thinks she's seen a couple of them. So I was like, well, we'll just start now. I mean, it's we have some t- time un- un- until the new one is out. And I know I want to go see that yes. one, especially in IMAX. And OK, have you heard like, about this? this? Is one, uh, yeah. So uh, I, I, I was like, and this is also a movie that like you're kind of I mean, it'll be interesting to watch, but I feel like you'll kind of be a little lost mm-hmm. if you're not caught up on some of the stuff that's happening. Um but yes, so uh, IMAX stuff. This is interesting that apparently mm. Tom Hanks is out there. Tom Hanks isn't doing anything. Not Tom Hanks. Tom Cruise. Good Lord. Um, Tom Cruise is out there yelling and pissing and moaning and all sorts of stuff because Oppenheimer I I, and Barbie are taking up all the IMAX I stuff. I, I, I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos about like the science and craft behind IMAX lately. So I got a lot of these recommended right. to me. So Mission Impossible Fallout comes out, I think, on the 12th. Like it's showing start on a Wednesday. And mm-hmm. then the next Friday, that's when Oppenheimer hits. And Universal, I think, is the studio doing Oppenheimer. Whoever the studio is negotiated like three weeks exclusive Oppenheimer. Yeah in the IMAX theaters. And I think, I don't know if Barbie's in IMAX, but it's probably in some premium large some, formats. Yeah. Uh, so Mission Impossible, it's going to get that window, but it's going to be a short window. Like it's only going to have yes. like 10 days and then it's going to be blacked out for three weeks. So yeah, that is what I heard was Tom Cruise personally going to like different distributors. Like, can you put some Mission Impossible in there, please? Does it have to be wall to wall Oppenheimer? Sorry, Tom. We only have the screens with motion smoothing on them. Uh, <laughs> we can't do that. Yeah, um, I I already have my IMAX tickets to go see Oppenheimer. I'm super excited about that. But that is also the weird thing is that the tickets are available f- for that one, but I haven't seen IMAX tickets for mission impossible yet at, at least on at, at the uh, imax near me mm. um so i was just like i think that one's coming out before it like just slightly i don't know what's up here maybe they're working out I'm, some stuff but who knows we do one of my local theaters well, i think a couple of them have digital imax and there's one true like laser projection legit imax theater which is the one at our science museum and mm. they will show Hollywood movies there, but not, not as, as much, yeah. often. So I'm looking at the slate like every couple of days I check the slate and it's still like a documentary about Antarctica narrated by Benedict Cumberbatch. And I'm like, what are the movie movies you're going to have? So yeah. I'm kind of waiting to see if I can get in to see it at the Science Center Theater. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I'm excited to see that one. So I started my Mission Impossible mm. rewatch. Uh, and an observation that I had watching the first one again, mm. which great maybe loved it. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I don't remember the character's name, but it's the agent that is kind of the superior officer that is uh, like he's he's the one that's trying to find the mole. He thinks it's. Tom Cruise, mm. uh, he's the one like in the scene where they're heading in in um, it's been a long time. There's I a, don't. A, I, there's yeah, a I just remember like big flashes. Like there's a train. He he's on the wire. 
Luther's in it because Luther's in all of them, but I don't know another yeah. person anymore. I'm going to rewatch it. It is happening. I just don't know if I'm going to get to it before Dead Reckoning Part 1. There's a scene where they're in this restaurant after like the initial opening of the movie happens and it goes wrong. He calls it in and they're like, all right, meet me at this restaurant. And that's his first like red flag of wait, you're here in this country. Why are you here? Like that makes no sense. You're supposed to be back home. And so he goes and meets and this is where he figures out that he's being looked at for at like they think he's the the mole but the guy that's like in charge of this op to arrest uh ethan hunt sounds and moves a lot like agent smith in the matrix Hmm. and i'm wondering if they kind of based agent smith's performance off of this slightly and like heightened it like there's something about the cadence and the way he speaks it's almost there and mm. then you turn it up just a little bit it it, it 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 is the like mr anderson i was thinking about you and and it, it like there's something i was just like this is familiar agent smith that's it uh, so, like, yeah, who knows if that was something that was in there or not, or if I'm just m- m- making it up. But that is absolutely what my mind went to. Who, um, and I, yeah, I, I, I thought that that was neat. But that's nice. it. That's what I've been watching. I have like put every TV show, streaming service, movie <laughs> on hold while I'm still playing Legend of Zelda: ah, Tears of the Kingdom. I see. Um, so yeah, all of that stuff is on hold for the most part. <laughs> you know, in this game where you're collecting clothes for Link, like you, do you just find him scattered around Hyrule? And it's like I got him a shirt. I haven't found pants yet, so he's just Donald <laughs> ducking it around the kingdom. <laughs> TV doesn't work like that. <laughs> you can't really. get Hannibal a new suit. It's if you watch hard enough. It's That'd be like interesting you, if you could like reskin a suit, like to reskin a show. Like, what if it's the Matrix, but they're all in sailor outfits, right? <laughs> wow, <laughs> pastel Matrix. Exactly, exactly. The Matrix, directed by Wes Anderson, right? Uh, But only the clothes. We can only paste the clothes over there. And like, so he's wearing a twee little suit, but you can still see the big flappy, like black leather (laughs) trench coat behind him. Like we couldn't map anything over that. It's It's just just like paper dolls. Yeah. (laughs) Good stuff. Um, Yeah. I mean, I, I am actually watching uh, other stuff. Um, My partner and I have started hot cartoon summer. Um, mm. she she's a, a big fan of owl house uh that mm. cartoon i've seen a li- li- little bit of it as she was watching it and just ca- caught some stuff uh but now we like are finally sitting down to watch it together uh i think season three recently came out and she hasn't ah. watched it yet and she wanted to do a rewatch and she was like you'll love this you're watching it with me and i was like okay 
Um, so that's been fantastic. I also was like, okay, okay we also have to go back to Gravity Falls because I only uh -huh. ever watched season one of oh, that heck. for the review show. Um, a long way time back ago when yeah and i never saw season two so we need to watch that um so yeah well I, who, who knows what we'll do after after that but we're uh we 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 got done with the initial run of star wars clone wars the first like six seasons um that that, that they did uh and we are kind of going in production order so we're gonna start rebels next before we go to season seven because they did all of rebels before they did that who cares um but yeah so we're just gonna watch a bunch of little cartoons and stuff and hot cartoon nice. summer is here so. hot indeed indeed good stuff um Let's see if you do you, you you didn't have anything written to, 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 no. to, to, down on your uh, uh, corner, but I wanted to ask well, just in case if you had something else. In next week, Jack and I are going to a special Alamo Drafthouse screening of There Will Be Blood uh, cool. from director Paul Thomas Anderson, who I like, but I'm still working through his filmography. So last week I watched The Master. Which is a movie where Philip Seymour Hoffman plays some sort of a cult leader, and mm -hmm. Joaquin Phoenix is like just a ne'er do well who literally wanders onto his yacht and just stows away, and then they find well, him, and they're like, "Here." And he he like was in the navy in like World War Two or the Korean War or something. So they're like, "All right, mm -hmm. we'll put you to work." So it's just about his experiences like with this cult and how like they're never able to fix him like everybody else but Philip Seymour Hoffman hates that he's around. But Philip Seymour Hoffman's like he's interesting. I don't know. I like to have him around. So it's just the opposite it's... of Misty at uh in Yellow Jackets <laughs> season 2. <laughs> it's a wild time. It's it might be one of the funniest movies I've seen that I still would not not classify as a drama. Like, that's a capital D drama. It's not anything else. But there are a bunch of really goofy parts in it. That's funny. Like, Joaquin Phoenix goes to where, like, all these women in this cult are, like, sitting around listening to tapes of Philip Seymour Hoffman reading his book or whatever. It's set in the 60s or something. So he's like at a library table next to these ladies and he takes out a notepad and he just writes, would you like to fuck smiley face and like passes it to one of the ladies <laughs> at the beginning of the movie. Yes when you no. see him back Check in the boxes. army, like they, they, they're on leave at a beach and like some of the guys make like a big woman out of sand, you know, uh -huh. and then Joaquin Phoenix like takes it too far and is like fake humping and having sex with the sand woman and you can tell all the other soldiers are like sand right, this isn't funny anymore i hate it it gets everywhere <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a subgenre of movie i'd classify as a buffoon drama okay sure which is this the lighthouse Sure. <laughs> and like i think uncut gems 
I'm still working on it. I, I don't know if I would put uncut gems in like a buffoon. Not everybody drug, has not to be a funny, buffoon, but there's is a the thing. Like it's tense and it's just like, oh my God, I have so much anxiety what? watching this. No, well, what did I say? It's not a comedy. The, the genre is not buffoon comedy. There's a million of those. The genre oh, is right, buffoon yeah. drama. Right. But like, I, I, I feel like what you're getting at is like, there's just goofy moments. Like, it's kind of silly, despite it. Like, it's, no, it's not a comedy. No. no. no? It's a drama wherein at least one of the principal characters is a buffoon and you just watch him make a series of terrible decisions. Okay, there you go. That works. That works. I'm still working on it. (laughs) Good stuff. I've yet to properly define the thing and provide a full uh, resources list. Um, well, speaking of movies and all that good stuff, uh, we will take a quick break and do some housekeeping. But when we come back, Melissa, I think we will take a look at our Rotten Tomatoes movie game that we do every December. Uh, and it's it's like last week, I think you mentioned was like it is actually yeah. the, the mid year yeah. mark of when we typically do that. So kind of looking on that and see if there's stuff we want to add to that list here. Um, so yeah, we will be right back. Here at The Whatnots, we make multiple different shows, and a lot of hard work goes into making them, so we would love it if you check them all out. If you enjoy our shows, patreon.com slash the whatnots is the best place to show your support. For just a dollar a month, you can get early access to episodes, and at our $3 tier, a Patreon-exclusive podcast, The Pilots Club. You can even get a shout out and thank you on most of our shows at the $5 tier. And if you're one of our patrons already, thank you so much. It means the world to us. You can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in the whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch for video versions of the shows, trailer reactions, and live streams. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a hoodie or a mug or something else, head over to thewhatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. All right, we are back once again. A big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. We love you a lot. We appreciate you. It means a ton. Uh, over there on the Pilots Club, our Patreon-exclusive podcast, we got to talk about the pilot of Cheers. Went all yes. the way back to the very start of Cheers. Uh, somehow they still knew my name. Don't know how that <laughs> Before you were born. Right. <laughs> exactly. Every name is written on the wall <laughs> in Cheers. If you go, it's like a pre-memorial for people who haven't even been born yet, much less died. Yeah, it is the book of life (laughs) (laughs) has has a list of everyone who's ever, ever been born. No. uh, Yeah, Mm. we we, we got to talk about the pilot of Cheers. That was a lot of fun. That holds up really well. Um, I I, I had a blast talking about that. Uh, right here on the captain's log this past week, I already mentioned Summer Game Fest. And last week here on the show, we did some Summer Game Fest predictions. Uh, so there are there's already, I think, at least one or two that I can go in and mark as like this person got point or who that, you know, all that stuff. So 
we had Melissa uh, use her skills as a magic eight ball to tell myself and Ignacio if our predictions would happen or not. Um, you also had an actual magic eight ball. So you, you yes. were competing against the magic eight ball to find out who was more magical. Uh, you were an eight <laughs> ball. <laughs> um, but yeah, go go check that, 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 that out. That's a lot of fun. Uh, Summer Game Fest is still happening. There's showcases all this w- weekend uh, and into this next week. Um, so yeah, lots of good video game news and announcements. Over on the review show, uh, we got to talk about a 1980s sci-fi fantasy movie called Kroll, which was kind of a real pleasant surprise. Yeah. Was was not expecting it to be as delightful as it was. I I don't want to say it was a good movie, but I had fun watching this. Like, it, it was a delight. Yeah, it's really not what you expect. It's I found it very charming. Indeed, indeed. So go check that out. Uh, And then last but not least, over on the reactor core, we have a spoiler cast all about Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. If you guys want to hear our thoughts on that, go check that one out over on the reactor core. Yeah, that is about it for housekeeping. Um, So let's let's. Take a look here at our Rotten Tomatoes movie predictions. I'm going to bring this up on screen so everyone can see it. Um, So we have a little spreadsheet here uh, with all kinds of movies. We do an episode every December, the start of December, um, where we... I guess it, it started with us making predictions and then the next year we got to see how we did and then make predictions for the next year. But we, we just mm-hmm. make predictions on what its score will be on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. Um, the critic score. Yeah. Yeah. The critic score. So we have all sorts of movies here. It goes from December to December. Uh, and yes. then we also do some like other side predictions. Um uh, a needle drop of the year like a prayer by madonna that's one that's of my Melissa's. guess hasn't appeared yet uh yeah. d- we're halfway through the year so i think chances are slim yeah um i i one of my thing is the biggest discrepancy of our pr- predictions to what the actual uh yes pr- critic score will be was indiana jones five um, uh, which seems like it might have been a, a great guess for that particular category. <laughs> maybe I I only scored it a seventy, but you scored it a ninety four. Um, Everybody who right saw here. advance footage at Comic Con or D twenty three or whatever said it looked really awesome. I I mean that's one of the things that like it can have good action and like great set pieces. But is it all strung together nicely? Like, does it make a cohesive story? Who knows? Is it just like... Which is is one of the struggles in trying to call these shots months and months in advance. Right. Um, And that's part of the fun. Yeah, yeah. Which is why I thought, hey, halfway through the year, let's check back in. I I think our numbers are frozen. We can't change yes, yes. any of our numerical Absolutely. predictions. 
But this is our time to add new movies that maybe weren't on our radar six months ago, uh, which announced. we haven't done before, but I think we should yeah. start doing. Yeah, like do a mid-year check-in, add some new stuff. Or like if there's something that seemed really intangible, but now it's like, no, that really is coming out at this time. Here's a trailer. It's out there. We can add that. And then maybe add mm-hmm. add or update some of our other non-numerical predictions if we would like. Um, so I, in, in, in our document for the show, I have a, a handful of movies all kind of listed yes. out here. Um, we don't need to add all of these if we don't want. I, I didn't know if you had an idea of like how you wanted to do this, where we could each give ourselves a limit for example and each nominate two to add to our uh, list. Uh, no, I didn't have any particular like, stipulation. I will say that our original list uh, was 24 movies. Um, so we oh, can add, I, we, ne- we, have, we never put an so official that number. Bring us to an even 30. Uh, here's, okay. So to revisit, our original list of movies was Avatar The Way of Water, Knock at the Cabin, Quantumania, Cocaine Bear, Shazam Fury of the Gods, John Wick 4, D&D, Honor Among Thieves, Super Mario Brothers movie, Renfield, yeah. Guardians 3, Fast 10, Little Mermaid, Spider-Verse, Elemental, Flash, Indiana Jones, Mission Impossible, Oppenheimer, Barbie, The Marvels, Haunted Mansion, Blue Beetle, Craven the Hunter, and Dune Part 2. Got to shift around the order of some of those, those later ones. The calendars moved around. Um, and you added some smart ones. Uh, for example... I think Killers of the Flower Moon, I do want to put that on there. Martin Scorsese's new movie for later this year. I'm agreeable with that. That was on my radar when we did this, but it still felt really uncertain exactly when it was going to be ready. So I didn't bring it up in December. But now, you know, we've got we've got dates confirmed. I'll add yeah, Killers of the one, Flower Moon. That was one that I didn't really know about. I, 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 I think Scorsese's fine. I am not. I, I don't follow his stuff that religiously. So it, it was just not on my radar at all. Um, but this this looks good. The trailer for that one looks fantastic. Yeah, you've got links to all of these. Um you so you you've listed for the one, movies I know it's Killers of the Flower Moon, A Haunting mm-hmm. in Venice, which surprised us. I think we should put yeah. A Haunting in Venice on there. Uh, TMNT Mutant Mayhem also was not on our radar in December. I think that's another nice add to the list. Yeah, uh, and a, a special one close to my heart, close to both of our hearts, I would say, mm-hmm. the Venture Brothers movie coming to H, uh, coming to Max and to Blu-ray, I believe. Venture Brothers movie Radiant is the Blood of the Baboon Heart, which yeah. now has a date of July 21st. A trailer came out today. like eight hours ago. Yeah. I I yeah. haven't even watched it yet. Oh, you uh, haven't? <laughs> I oh, ju- Melissa, I, we need to do a re- reaction after that. I want after, to. After yes. This, yes, yeah. we should. We should. Perfect. Um, And then you also listed two trailers for movies I'm not familiar with called Poor Things and The Creator, which I can check these out. I'm interested in them. I just don't want to be like watching a trailer while we're trying to do this podcast and tell you if I want to put it on the list or not. 
Melissa, if nothing else, you like you, I think you would be really into poor things, especially with how much this you like is... the lighthouse. Is this one the. Oh, this it's... is a Lanthimos. Yeah, it is just a weird oddball of a film. It seems offbeat, off kilter. I'm not even sure exactly okay. what it's about. Right. Um, but yeah, it just, we didn't it get seems interesting. This the list is mostly tent poles and like movies from like recognized studios or directors, uh, and then a couple oddities thrown in there, like Renfield. Yeah. <laughs> so we could throw in more like blind oddities into there. Uh, I regret that we didn't try and wager any sort of guess on Bo is Afraid. That would have been fun. Right. Yeah. That would have been an interesting one for sure. Um, let's see. TMNT is coming out August 4th. I'm adding all of this stuff onto Thank our you. list. Um, Let me look at some of these trailers. Venture Bros. Yeah. yeah we'll, I can't we'll believe that is so soon. To Venture Bro- yeah, that was like I, I saw it and I, I figured by the time I saw it, you had already watched it. No, um, nobody had seen. I'm not online. Like a specific person I know has to specifically send me something. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't see it. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. That's coming out July 21st, March, April, May, June. Wow. Poor Things features Mark Ruffalo playing a character named Duncan oh, Wedderburn. Same day a as slick and debauched Arthur. lawyer. Woo. This is interesting. July 21st. Oh my god. Wow. I'm I'm five seconds into this trailer. I am fully on board. Look at Willem Dafoe. What's wrong with him? You would be. Yep. You're right. This is exactly my flavor. (laughs) Let's throw poor things on there. Radiant is the I don't believe I've seen another Lanthimos, but I I I know this director's work by reputation. July twenty first. There we go. When is poor thing? September eighth. So let's put it here on our thingamabob. One insert a row below. Poor things. September 8th. And then the other one, the creator, that's like a Kyle S. Kyle sci fi. Is it a crime? Movie. I, I'm sure crimes are happening a lot in that <laughs> one. It's, it's, it's a like sci fi um, okay. thriller. Uh, John David Washington, that's his name, right? Oh, uh, nice. He's in that. It's about artificial intelligence and. It d- dropping a nuke on Los Angeles and stuff happening after that. There's some thing locked in a vault. I, I don't know, but it looks good. Thing vault. Vault. They go to find what I'm gonna assume is the creator, but the creator is this l- little child who is also an artificial intelligence or something. Oh like wow. That. I don't know. Um, and so okay. I, I think he's he's struggling. Yeah, throw with it like, on there. 
we're supposed to kill all of the, these artificial intelligence things, but this is a child. Like, it looks like a little kid. Uh, and so I think it's going to be tackling, the, like, AI threat, stuff like that, as well as, like, the personhood that they yeah. could potentially have. So, yeah. Have you ever seen That's AI fun. with Haley Joel Osment? I think I did a long time ago when it originally came out, but I don't remember. I never have, and I would like to. I don't know if it's going to be... From what I've heard about that movie, it is questionable in quality and uh, <laughs> psychologically distressing, but I still want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> see september 29th okay that's for all right this creator. creator looks pretty cool two three four five six we put all six of the ones that i had on there so i think yeah, go for it yeah i think i, I start think out like Let me oh, see a I new can... thing i have to learn about and then i watch the trailer for one minute and i'm like it's great i'm on board <laughs> let's talk cool, about man. it when is exactly. this um, okay, let's see here. Move this guy over slightly. Bring this back up on screen so everyone can see it. Bam, there we go. Um, Melissa, let's start in chronological order here. Venture oh, man, Rose. that kid's a... Ro I, I've, I haven't really been listening. I've been watching these trailers. This kid okay. is a robot. Yes. It's yeah. head worse. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Wow, that's indeed. like a little ex machina baby. Yeah. I'm into it. That that looks like my kind of st story. Um Yeah, this is Melissa, Kyle's stuff. If if I can draw your attention back in here to venture bros. Yes. What do you think that's gonna be? I did like it is is the show on Rotten Tomato? Can you look up like how the show did or something like that to see about what people thought of it? Like, is that a thing you could do? I don't know. I suppose. I think this like I, I, I feel like we're both personally very high on this. Like we're stoked about this movie. Mm. But what do we think critics will say? It's hard to judge with a movie based off a TV show, which we've never need. It's never been a movie before. It hasn't been sure, discussed yeah. in that context. It is also a very long running TV show. Like it's had seven seasons already across like 18 years or something. Yep. So anybody could have caught it once before an adult swim at any time and be coming to this movie with that preconception of either, oh yeah, I, I saw the last season or I saw season one of this in like 2004. <laughs> How did it get here? The show? <laughs> right. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, although I do imagine this this show is such a a personal like heartfelt specific like labor of love from its creators mm -hmm. and like that's one of the the things that really won me over to the show it's just the really specific consistent voice to it yeah uh, and how 
you know, as, as, as irreverent or crass as it might be, there is a really strong heartbeat to this thing. And I can't imagine that would make an impression upon even somebody watching this who's unfamiliar with what the, the storyline is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, I don't know if it's going to be stellarly high, just because I imagine if you're watching this movie, I think either you get it or you're tremendously confused. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, 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 I don't feel know like pe- it's like this one very much is going to be for the fans, for the super right. fans of the I, show. It's not one like you can start he- he- here with this. And if you liked it, hey, there's whole seven don't. seasons of the show. No, like this is the cap and like, on everything. And like, I, I don't know if I've any I've ever really heard anybody say they dislike the show. It's either I love that or what? That's good. That's, That's still yeah. happening. What's happening? <laughs> What's going on here? It's either adoration or just confusion. So I don't know what number that gives us, um, but I'm going to say. 78. They type that. Oh, dang, that's your column. Why am I not first? <laughs> Alphabet. OK, I said 78. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I was going to go for something around there like these guys i think like you said have a a real like laser focus on what they know the show is so i feel like that will make up for the like well if you haven't Mm. seen the show like i think it's gonna be a good movie i think it's it's gonna be a lot of fun like i i think even if you don't know all of the in jokes it's gonna be so ridiculous that i feel like you could enjoy it still right mm. but i i'm not gonna go much higher than you i'm i'm gonna go like 81 yeah i mean i i have high high hopes for it in my own heart i just have yes. no idea how uh, a stranger will wander into this and find this thing when it has okay. to tie up like 20 plot lines yeah uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. This is the animated m- movie that Seth Rogen is producing, I think. Um, yeah, you might be in it. He I'm might sure be a Bebop or a Rocksteady. I don't I don't yeah. know all of them. I I know very little about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This is like one of the biggest I've, franchises that I have the least familiarity with. But you, you've have you seen this trailer at least? You know what like the I, art style is and yeah, and stuff like I have that. seen the okay. trailer cool. in front of movies. I I do like it. I like how it looks. I like that it says from executive producer and permanent teenager Seth Rogen. Like that's the angle at which they are attacking this. Like yeah, we're really putting the teenage into yes. this. These are gonna feel like. Uh, just, just fun-loving, mischievous youths. And I, yes. I like that energy that comes across really strongly, and I think that's a fun take. Yeah, uh, so absolutely. I, I think I agree. this is going to be pretty solid. I'm going to say like an 89. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I, what, I, do you I, think it's too high? That does I, seem high. I don't know. Um, I, I, I think the actors that they got to play the Turtles, yeah, dude, definitely i'm not sure who it is off the top of my head but yeah they it feels authentic it feels like teenagers um Mm -hmm. and i think that's great uh i like the the like just how infused it is with 
like hip hop and New York yeah. and all of that stuff. Like that felt really cool too. It felt good. It felt right. Um, so I, yeah, I, I think, I think I'm, I'm almost right there with you. I'm going to go 83. Bam. There we go. Okay. Next up, poor things. This one looks wet and wild and rowdy. It seems true, spiritually it, true to give it a 69. <laughs> yeah, it this is just off its rocker. It feels offbeat. It it looks like the lighthouse meets the life aquatic meets something else meets like the Muppet Christmas Carol like there are scenes that look like they are looking out on this like paper mache like world there's stuff that looks sci-fi there's stuff that looks extravagant but there's also stuff that absolutely looks like a Muppet set um and it's it's such a eclectic mix of stuff that I think it's yeah this is an artsy fartsy film for sure um perhaps really putting those farts in there but there's a scene means, in think, the master. There's a scene in the master where Philip Seymour Hoffman is trying to put Walking Phoenix through this like psychological quiz, and Walking Phoenix just farts at him. <laughs> it's a drama. <laughs> there you go. It's a drama. Um, but I, I think because it's an artsy film, I think it will play better with critics. Who are actually I, looking for some of that stuff? I'm I'm gonna give it like a a seventy five. I think this might be one of the directors who's more on the wavelength of this is obtuse. Like oh, I yes, don't yeah, I don't know how absolutely. to approach this. I don't know how to come at it. Like I think when you picture a critic, you picture the sort of person who loves an avant garde movie that's in. You, you, have you watched the episode of Clone High yet where they do a film festival? Yeah. <laughs> I yep. think you're picturing critics as loving the movie that teenage clone Joan of Arc makes. And I don't think that is most critics. Not necessarily. Like, I, 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 I think a critic can can be looking for all sorts of things in a movie, but they want to connect to it somehow, some way, or be, be touched by the story or find a d- deeper meaning in there and not just have it be some popcorn flick with big explosions. And that's it. Right. So I, I, I think I, this will play better with c- critics, but I, I also, yeah, it is weird and out there. It's so out there that, it's not going to be like 90 with the here, critics and a 13 here, with, with every. I don't go to Rotten 75. Tomatoes often. Um, I, I only reference it in regards to this game. And then usually I make you look it up. But let me, as an example, look up a recent deeply bizarre uh, and unfriendly look movie. Look up The Lighthouse. Bo is Afraid. Oh, sure. Yeah. If you, do you know anything about Bo is Afraid? You've told me a little bit, and I, I I saw the like immediate Twitter reaction as it was coming out. Okay, which so for ridiculous. For comparison, Bo is Afraid has a sixty-seven percent from critics and a seventy-one from audience. That seems high for the audience score. 
I am surprised that they are that close together. But this is just to tell you that uh, (laughs) if a movie is weird and artsy, the average critic might not be as. I I don't even know what I mean when I say artsy, but just like. If a movie looks truly like something wild, the critic might not be more favorable, much more favorable to it than in the average audience member. Maybe. I Who knows? I feel Who like knows? you Who and knows? I engage with, with film uh, discussion very I, differently, so I don't, I, I don't yes, know how to communicate I, this to you. I, I went to, to art school, so I am looking to critique stuff, right, in, in the art school way and i feel like writers have a similar mindset like the 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 critics but i mean it is rotten tomatoes critics so you're not wrong right like they might have a a website and registered for an account but they're they're not like the roger eberts or whoever uh, that are like the like these are the like cinema critics uh right who knows how do we get, 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 get on Rotten t- Tomatoes? That's I think I, we have to write. I don't know. We have to work for a, a true publication, Kyle. We can't just be these like YouTube hoodlums. We have to write for like the Atlantic we can print our or transcripts. <laughs> it's a zine, zine culture, the whatnot zine. I don't know who is and is not in I, a I, Rotten I, Tomatoes. I yeah. Who I don't, knows? Um, the creator. I who's who's directing this one again? I have this up here somewhere. Let me see. Let me go. Let me go look oh at my, this stuff. Oh my god! The description of the video from 20th Century Studios itself just says this is a fight for our very existence. The creator arrives oh in god, theater so September dumb. 29th. End of dis- description. This is all you need to know. Who is the director? I'm not telling you. Can I scrub through the trailer? peaceful place in the sky well that's happening robots look that's cool. gonna take too too long i think where's the like in a world directed by so-and-so is it at the end Let me perhaps check the end. perhaps nobody we know well looks intense explosions the creator um uh, experience the motion picture event okay trailer i like anything you call an event the part there so oh well um i if, if if only i had some kind of technology at my fingertips where i could look it up but apparently that does not exist right now so um the creator i i think this looks good i think this will play well but i think i think there's gonna be something in it that people aren't gonna like as much but it's still gonna be high i'm gonna do an 88 I kind of go lower. I think just because this is approaching stuff that has been done before. Like when we watched this trailer, it very clearly reminded us of things. And I don't know if it may suffer. Right. If it may (laughs) suffer from a comparison. Uh, So I'm going to go more mild and I'm going to go like 53. Ooh. Okay. Cool. Interesting. no, I, 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 I like I it. I have to watch half. 
<laughs> that's not a like, ooh, you are looking at this all wrong. It's like, oh, interesting. Okay, How dare you say that about the here. creator? I had to watch half the trailer on mute because you wanted to talk to me. <laughs> hey, I'm looking through. Um, I've, I found a nice cinema blend page that gives you a list of upcoming movies for later this year. And you can like drag it around and like it, it's giving it to you in like a spreadsheet format, <laughs> which I really <laughs> like. The fact that it is a spreadsheet is what keeps me coming back to this particular list. Uh, and there's a couple more things. I, I know we're not even done guessing about the movies we just added, but just letting you know. There's whatever that Hunger Games prequel is. Um, there is. Uh, and there's like the Equalizer 3. There's the new Expendables movie. I feel like um, we take one franchise neither of us know anything about and guess on that. We don't got to do all of them. Also, I I think the Joaquin Phoenix Napoleon movie is supposed to come out by the end of the year, but who knows? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's like late November ish. Um, there you go. So what, what do you have for the creator, though, since we're. Oh, Still on, I, on I said one, I wrote it down. I wrote it down on the little box. It says 53. OK, there we go, because it, it wasn't populating on that stuff. Yeah. If you want to add some, feel free to add some. Mm. Um, the, the six that I, I had were just su su suggestions. Um, let's let's throw two more want. in there. Let's make it let's make it a 32. Let's throw in whatever the heck a songbirds and snakes means. And and a Napoleon. If nothing else, we'll just punt Napoleon until next year. There was one that I almost put on there because I was like, I need to see when that like when our December episode will be of that. Sam Esmail has a movie coming out December 10th. And I was like, I really want to put that on here, but I think we'll <gasps> what be is recording. It? I forget the name of it right now, but it's um, it's coming out December 10th. Uh, and I think we record our podcast like on the 6th or 7th or something mm. like that. So we're just before it. So on that and, and podcast, we, we can figure out what we think it'll be. And we it's not from record date to record date. We always record like the first week in December, but it is December to December, regardless of when we are recording. Uh, yeah. Right. So I'm, th I'm throwing a nap on there naps on the list um cool, cool, cool what's next haunting in venice how you think that haunt's gonna do um oh man i don't know i i i know the second one didn't do so hot with people they liked the murder on the orient Express but then the death on the Nile they weren't so hot on so I wonder with this being more horror infused this is them trying to take a swing to get people excited about this again I'm I'm gonna go kind of low I'm gonna say 68 oh I said 61 which I say yeah. knowing that these movies have always done just sort of middlingly but I really like right. that he keeps doing them i think yeah. that hercule poirot the character had a nice growth from murder in the orient express to death on the nile i like that he's establishing even though it's like a new cast a new mystery every time there's some continuity with that main character 
And the fact yeah. that he's making a genre switch intrigues me. Like he wouldn't yeah. go spooky unless he's like, I've got something for this. Kenny can do spooky. So see, uh, th yeah. that being said, like 61, I think I'm going to have a great yeah. time. <laughs> oh yes yeah same i'm 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 so excited about that our trailer reaction on that was so much fun killers of the flower moon october 20th what do you think this one's gonna do it's scorsese it is he has a good track record he sure does people have been really looking forward to this one um i oh i said 94 this movie is like three and a half hours long. And yeah. I know that was one of the major complaints against his, his previous fare, the Irishman too long. Mm -hmm. um, we've been in an era of longer movies. I don't know if people are adjusting to it or if they're really going to get sick of it. It's <laughs> like three hour movies. I'm, I'm going to go with the 90, but yes, I also think when, what year did the Irishman come out? You know, off the top of your head, you know, 2018, 2019. I was going to say, because it was before the pandemic. It was. And I think then having a three hour movie on a streaming service was still kind of weird of just like, what's going 2019. on? 2019. Uh, but then once the pandemic hit, I think like not that we had more examples of here's like four hour long movies on it, but like, I feel like it would have been more accepted as mm. like, man, here, here's a long ass movie. And I think that because we've had that experience now, I think a longer movie on a streaming service is fine. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, 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 I want to try seeing this nonsense in theaters. I like to go for these extremities in the theater because then it's <laughs> like me and whoever else is in there, like the one guy we saw Bo is afraid with. Yeah. Like, we've really been through something together. <laughs> <laughs> I want that bonding experience with strangers. Bonded, yeah. <laughs> right. By the, by the sheer length. <laughs> okay. The Hunger Games, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, coming out November 17th. Do you know a single thing about the Hunger Games? We've I was never brought this up to each other. I was just about to say I know nothing about the Hunger Games. I also, games. I, I, somebody put on the first movie in front of me once, and I remember uh, Stanley Tucci's in it, and he has purple hair. I didn't yeah. retain a lot, yeah. but I've seen this trailer a couple times, and it looks. I don't know how to evaluate it. I want to say it looks good, but I don't know if I entirely trust that perspective from myself. I think I liked looking at it because it reminded me of a genre of movie that hasn't been made in the last handful of years. Okay. Like we've been out of that run of like Harry Potter, Twilight, Hunger Games, Maze Runner, Mortal yes. Instruments, yeah. Divergent, like all of those. We've been out of that era for a while. And I think seeing something that just looked like that kind of made me nostalgic. Yeah, so absolutely. I, but I, I think it looks solid enough. I, I know. I don't know anything. I don't know anything. How about a 75? Does that seem fair? I was going to do a 74. So I think we are Heck. thinking the same thing. Yeah. We're going to price is right this. Uh, and then this mysterious Napoleon movie. Yes. Um. I don't know. I like I 
I'm not super interested in this one. I wanted on to put this on here level. because this I listen to an awards show podcast every week. Oscars yeah. focus, but you know, it talks about everything. They did a big Tony Awards episode today. Yeah. So I and Phoenix like they on this one. They try and predict Oscar buzzy movies like a year or two out. So I have already mm. heard a lot about Killers of the Flower Moon and Napoleon. <laughs> Yeah, I I mean, I I can absolutely see Napoleon being some kind of Oscar nominated something just. Yeah, I I think just by the nature uh, of it, because it like like you just listed all of those like PG-13 action movies from when we were in Mm. high school. Right. Uh, Like this does not feel like one of those. This feels like a like this is an Oscar movie. It's not like <laughs> Napoleon versus the maze runner, which now I kind of want to see like that, that'd be interesting. <laughs> but I'm in a maze. I'm looking a bit more into it. This is directed by Ridley Scott. Pretty yeah. good track record there as well. Star is Joaquin Phoenix. Well known and people will v- go see it. I think just on his name. Mm. I mean, he's he directed like gladiator. Yeah, you know, people. He's had, he's I don't had think some misses though. We're not here. We're not. I didn't come here to say mean words about Ridley Scott, a director I barely know. Um, <laughs> I haven't said anything mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like as soon as I'm like, I think this director is a good tracker record, and you're like, there are some misses. I'm like, just let me be in this space for a little while, okay? I like it here. Um. I'm going to go. There's so little to go off of this movie. I, it's just Joaquin Phoenix and he's Napoleon. He does like Napoleon things. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. 90. I think I. I want to go with a. 76. Man, there's a great picture of him I, being I, Napoleon. The longer right. you look at his face, it gets really funny. And like, that's the thing is like, I don't know what this movie is going to be exactly or if it is going to be good or not. I like I know nothing about this. I know even less uh, than the Hunger Games and stuff like that. So I, I don't know where I'm pulling that 76. From, but that's just kind of those like gut ones of just like, mm, yeah. 76. I don't know. No, no idea. But that's it. All right, there was a secret was invasion 32. trailer that came out. Okay. I, I'm i looking at an article about Napoleon, and it's got all the stuff in the sidebar. There's a lot of trailers I have to catch up on. Oh, yes. I'm just going to uh, have me a trailers night. Well, there you go. I, I think we have our, our 32 movies uh that we have our numbers predicted for so uh that means at the start of december here on the captain's log we are going to check back in on this and see how we did with all of these predictions you may have seen some of these flash up on screen and been like you rated that a what oh my goodness you guys are terrible you guys are awful or you'd be like man you're so smart you guys great here's the thing spot on i don't I don't know about Kyle. I go into these so abstractly. I don't really look at Rotten Tomatoes. I'm not going in for very deeply on like, I'm not trying to money ball this. I'm not looking at like the director's past Rotten Tomato scores or like recent scores in that genre. I'm just like, 
what people think of the last one yeah, about that give or take i guess <laughs> i'm just truly guessing out here i'm throwing out numbers i'm just like that big rolly like bingo ball machine yeah good stuff yeah there's uh, there's no official strategy or whatever we're just saying right no nobody i don't know if anybody in vegas <laughs> does fun, this who has like real real strategy on how to guess the rotten tomatoes critic score for a movie eight months out <sighs> okay okay well uh with that being said you you were talking about a trailer night we have two trailers we don't have to do both of them if we don't want i know there's one we should do the one we mentioned the venture bros trailer since uh we are big fans of that but there's also a trailer for season two of the after party uh which we covered on the review show which is a a show on apple tv uh by phil lord and chris miller creators of uh across the spider verse we also happen to be watching Clone High from them on the review show right now. So it's just there's a whole lot of Miller and Lord here um, at the whatnots right now. So I'm I'm up for doing both of these if you want. But we've already been recording for a little while. I don't know if you want to do let's, one now and I, just skip the other. Let's, or who knows what? We got to do a Venture Brothers. I feel like the after party, since it is maybe only bringing over a couple characters and is largely a new story. Like there's not going to be as much to, we can watch it Sink and we can say, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not, there's not much prediction to do. Go watch it. Cool. I'm a okay with that. Um, let me get rid of all these YouTube tabs here. So I don't have so million of these up Poor things. Teenage mutant Ninja turtles. There we go. I don't need rotten tomatoes anymore. Bam, there we go. Okay, let's see if I can put that guy there. Uh, so what I'm going to do, um, I'm going to switch us over to our reactor core setup so oh I can cut this out as well. Uh, this will kind of be the end of the podcast otherwise. Um, so yeah, we'll do our, our sign-off at the end of the trailer reaction. But uh when i'm since i'm about to hit this button here our cameras might get stuck for a sec here so don't freak out i'll keep talking but our cameras should be going still or should not be going still but now they are okay we're back everything is set up um cool i'm going to jump right into this Welcome back to the Whatnots Reactor Core. My name is Kyle Springer. I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson for a new trailer for Venture Bros. What is this ridiculous title uh, that, that like Radiant is the blood of the baboon heart? That's it, right? Yes, that is oh it. God, it's you did it. Such a mouthful. I it's than, uh, <laughs> I, across the spider verse, which I can barely remember which one is it into? Is it across? Is it beyond? Is it sideways of? <laughs> who knows I'm adjacent to the spider verse <laughs> right yeah yes we uh, i have been a long time venture brothers fan i think i hopped yes. on when season four was airing uh which already feels so long ago this mm-hmm. is so dear to my heart uh Even early the in back there in your I do. camera yeah. this big old thing 
It's the size and weight of a tombstone. That's how much art is stuffed <laughs> into that making of book. This is a show I watched and rewatched in like early pandemic lockdown times as like comfort food. Like Venture Brothers got me through that time and I was really watching out for a a season eight. I was hoping for that. And then we were so devastated to find out it was canceled. And then they're like, no, mm-hmm. we're going to do like one movie to wrap everything up. And finally, finally, we have a release date and a trailer for that movie. Radiant is the blood of the baboon heart. Uh, it says here on the official Adult Swim trailer on YouTube, own it. July 21st on digital and July 25th on DVD and Blu-ray. I'm yeah. very excited. This is getting a physical release. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, adventure. I was going to say adventure time. The Venture Bros uh, has always been a show that I've known of. I remember when it hit Adult Swim back in the day. I never really watched it then. But there was a few people that I, I always really respected, like their opinions on whatever comics or movies were out. And they always loved it. Um, and so th- then when we started to do the review show, one of our other podcasts and you were like, we're watching this show eventually and yep. covering it. I was like, finally, I have an excuse to watch it and like really dive in. Uh, and so, yeah, we got to t- talk about the whole show and we, we, we were like, and we'll be back whenever they do the next season. Nope. Got canceled. But here we are with the movie. I'm super excited this. about this. Yes. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. Uh, I'm going to pull this up on screen so we can get our reaction running here. Um, and we'll do our countdown from three and then uh, we can we can play and get going. Three, two, one, play. Yeah, like we get it. Rated R. Yeah. Orpheus. Preparation. The art looks fantastic. Really? Great. All our friends are here. I, I feel like I'm back home, but also it's been so long. Is that Bobby St. Simone? Is that her? I think so. protect our collective from this clear combination. Negotiation. Oh, yeah. It's every everyone. Like everyone is back. Good. This show has got like fifty characters to pay off. Oh man. Oh, what's Orpheus seeing? What do we got? Blow up Stairs. A monster. You've been waiting all day for this, haven't you? I feel like there's going to be the two that new outfits. The blood of the baboon heart. Oh, son of that could have been a baby's head. Now do you get it? Look for it. <laughs> oh, I love that Blu-ray cover. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch this. I'm going to have to watch this again because I know there was like gags in the like Don LaFontaine style narration. I'm going to go have to go back and listen to. Right. Yeah. This cover is gorgeous. They 
have always had very nice physical releases design wise for this yeah. show. And I'm very excited to add this to my collection. I saw the artist posted on Twitter the other day. He was like, I finally get to announce that I've made like the poster for the movie. Uh, oh. And like that was like since before this, like we almost hadn't heard a thing. Right. There was that one yes. teaser. We got that short clip. Um and it was like that was kind of it. And so I was like, I feel like the poster is the next thing that we're going to get. And then it's going to be another couple months before we get anything else. But no. Yeah, they, they dropped this trailer today. And it is. It, it in a weird way, I feel I feel like it's a tone piece for what yeah. the movie is going to be. It is nonstop. It is action packed. There's stuff happening on screen all the time. <laughs> I, I think that's exactly what this movie's go, go, yes. go, go, going to be. Because like you said, yeah, there's like 50 characters that all need to get some kind of resolution <laughs> or payoff. And it's it's this, just it's going to be wild. This is such a dense show to begin with. Uh, it's a show that I think is like creates all these characters, has a fondness for so many of them, knows that, mm -hmm. you know, if this is the last time, last chance we have to play with these characters, let's get him in there. So yeah. action-packed seems legit, yeah. Or maybe not action. I mean, there's the whole episode where two robots go on a blind date with each other. We could be in for more of that. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I see, um, I see my favorites in here. Pete White was there. That's all I need. Yep, yep. Yeah, like, I, I'm, I'm super stoked about this. I'm so happy it's so soon. Uh, yes, but it's I was also, shocked by this. It's also July 21st, which is the same day that uh, that Oppenheimer and Barbie come out. So I'm about to have a triple feature that day. I see all of I them feel, in one day. I feel like this is what happens when you smush those two together. When you smush together the perils of science in some brightly colored, like, cartoon yes. world. Between yes. Barbie and Oppenheimer lies the Venture Brothers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe that's why the blood of the baboon heart is so radiant. It's been irradiated. Radioactive. Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This is a this is a phrase with like no prior lead up. <laughs> right. It's I, just this, like. It's just an ornate, <laughs> dramatic phrase that has no real overt, clear meaning to the actual mythology of the show. Which is something they do, like the the name of the last episode of the show, the season seven finale is called like the Safrax Protocol. Like that was what they went for in season seven was all of these like 70s political thriller mystery titles. Yeah. And like this feels like some kind of old like pulp novel yes like some like doc savage or tarzan kind of like radiant is the blood of the baboon right uh yeah even like in indiana jones ish right it, it's almost mm. in that wheelhouse but yeah it's at least right now it's just i i have no idea what this means or how it connects to the film or if it is a metaphor for something or it's just an absurd title because they thought that would be funny and it's a mouthful to say, and people like me will never remember what it actually is. Right. Um, I love that monkey movie with the brothers. <laughs> the monkey movie with the brothers. It'll be great. Oh, oh, you mean the Super Mario Brothers movie? No, the other very oh, important brothers-based animated movie that came out in 2023. <laughs> 
I'm so glad this is a thing and it's happening so soon. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, I I guarantee you that we will probably be doing some kind of spoiler cast on it. We have to, especially after we said we'd continue yes. uh, for the final yes. season. Um, so be on the lookout for that down the road. But yeah. Do you have any other kind of final things to say? Thoughts? Something we missed? It, it looks good. I like that after yeah. this break in in production after the show was canceled and then it got revived in this movie form it looks exactly the way season seven looked i'm I'm happy there's not a dip in quality or or change in any way at least from what i can see from this trailer it looks good if not better right Mm because it is like this is all out last hurrah here we go (sighs) um i'm excited i'm excited uh but that is about it for our reaction to venture Burrows, Radiant is the Blood of the Baboon Heart. I had to read that down there off of my, my thing, so I made sure I got it right. Good. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Uh, Melissa, where can the people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, a show I co-host with my own brother, talking about weird old kid shows you feel like only you remember. We did do one episode of a Saturday night obscurity where we did talk about the Venture Brothers. There you go. Indeed. Uh, You guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer. And if you would like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, just quite a bit. uh, We are at The Whatnots on Twitter. So please go like, share and subscribe. You guys know the deal with all of that. If you're watching this on YouTube, we got plenty of other videos right over there. I'll go put our, our review of the first couple seasons from the review show uh, of Adventure Burrows right over there. Uh, yeah, that's it. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.